Hi, welcome to another episode of The Green Source, where I interview the heads of sustainability at short-term rental property management companies. And today I have the pleasure of having Zaskia Weber, who is the head of sustainability at no less than Interhome, who, which is one of the largest property management companies in the world and certainly in Europe. Zaskia is going to tell us all about the initiatives that uh, that they have done in terms of sustainability, how do they measure them, how do they communicate to owners, to guests. And uh, it was a lovely conversation that I absolutely recommend uh, you listen to, to give you inspiration as to what you can do in your company. Uh, thanks a lot and see you on the other side. Cheers. Okay, so hi Saskia, thank you very much for um, for wanting to do this episode with me. We are all very curious to hear about your position at Interhome. And in fact, this is my first question. Please tell me a little bit about yourself, how long you've been in the company, and what role you what, what your, your real <laughs> what your role entails. Sorry. <laughs> hi Vanessa, um, thank you very much for having the opportunity to talk about Interhome and sustainability. Um, it's a very fascinating subject. Um, I've been with Interhome or the Hotel Plan Group uh, in total for 13 and a half years, but um, taking care of sustainability started in the summer 21. So the reason for this was, of course, because the subject was rising more and more amongst our clients. And at the same time, our mother company and also um, the group signed the Glasgow Declaration and the Science-Based Targets Initiative uh, that was signed in Paris in 21. So we um, had some very large goals ourselves, but of course, it was also underlined with signing the contracts. So it really came into action in summer 21. So we started to set up a concept uh, with my colleagues from the other companies from the group. And um, then in literally in 21, in 22, in the beginning, um, we started with real actions um, to take action in within the Interhome group. And Interhome group, I'm talking about um, own offices in 13 countries, um, all in Europe. And we're renting out holiday homes, about 40,000 holiday homes, so apartments and houses in 28 countries, which are mainly also in Europe. Well done. And how big is your team now taking care of, of sustainability? So I started on my own. Yeah. Um, but in the Hotel Plan Group, we have some other companies like Hotel Plan Swiss or Tours in Germany or UK companies. So we have one team that's in the group. So there we are five people working together. And within Interhome, I have uh, now one staff member um, in Germany, uh, Lucia, working for me. And we have 12 people in the 12 countries next to Switzerland where we have own offices. They are working um, for us as well, but not in a full-time base. So it's a part of their job, but we absolutely need them because um, if you talk about Croatia or Spain or Italy, I don't really know exactly what's going on there. So it's very important to have people on spot that can ask, uh, answer uh, local questions. And these people, they, they, they wanted to be part of the program. Uh, yes, they could apply <laughs> for the job. So it's they also have another job, um, but it's it's great to combine it because then they're really into the subject and uh, they could apply for it themselves. Yes. So it's all people that are interested in sustainability and really want to do a change for the company. Wonderful. Yes. Great. So so why it is important for property managers to have um, a position like yours, to have heads of sustainability? Why? Well, um, it's not a it started to be like a, a 
part of my job next to another job, but now it's a full-time job. So the subject is really raising, um, not just because of all the reportings we have to do, of course, because the contracts we signed, but it's also a lot of interest raising um, from the client side. So clients are really asking for sustainability. So I think you can't afford to just do nothing and not show anything on your websites or um, answer any questions that are um, asked at the customer service. So you really need to do something and it needs efforts and it needs people taking care of this well, and not just doing on a side, doing it as a side job. And at the same time, the homeowners also need support because you can tell them to be more sustainable. That's fine. But if they don't know where to start and if they don't know how to get help, um, it's not going forward as much as you'd like. Fabulous. I, I will have some questions about owners in a minute. Um, but as, tell me, just to finish up on about you and the role, what what are you most proud of that you've implemented in the last in the last few years? It was cool to get the understanding of what we have to do or what we like to do in the beginning, but it's even cooler once you can get going. So um, the first project we had uh, was a biodiversity project. So um, we found a bee project in Austria which is one of our countries we work in. And that was, uh, or still is actually, something we can be very proud of. So what we do is we take 100,000 square meters of fields from a farmer. And instead of planting carrots or potatoes or uh, corn um, or anything else you'd like to plant, um, we have plants planted for the bees. So anything the bees really like and where they feel comfortable. So it attracts millions of beans and also a lot of other insects. So to see this was really fantastic. And of course, we also went to visit because we want to know what we're doing, not just have it on paper. Um, so with this, we also had an impact, of course, for um, carbon reductions and uh, carbon. Um, so it was around 240 tons um, of carbon emissions we reduced and um, uh, within with these fields. So this is also an important step forward, of course. And we did this for two years and we just uh, decided to continue for another three years. Wonderful. So that's of course one of the, I think one of the most important ones we had. And then of course, getting into contact with our homeowners and making them move forward. But the B project was, yeah, the first one that was really cool. And it's the same field that you're continuing now for three years or you're acquiring more fields? Uh, no, we change the fields because it's not good to have the same fields for okay. too long because it still needs a lot of energy from the fields. Um, so you can come back to the fields after a couple of years, but you need to change them around. And we're also uh, changing it around a bit um, because it also has an impact on the on local people because they see it. We put some panels and some explanations and we put it close to our holiday homes so the clients have a chance to go and see it. So we also moved them closer to our own um, holiday homes so the clients really have to to chance to see what we do and, and get involved as well. Yeah. Great. So you talked a little bit about measuring and the reports. So how, how do you monitor and measure the impact of, of inter-home sustainability initiatives? How, how, how does one start? So what we did is uh, we implemented our green tree. Um, so we decided to measure our own offices first. That was something we did on the side. It's another subject, but we started to, to monitor our own offices first. So we invented our own office check. So we went through our own offices looking how many printers do you have? Do you have recycled paper, printer paper, toilet paper, no plastic? Um, LED lamps, you know, all these kind of questions, because if you don't do it yourself and then you have a homeowner coming into your office and there's 
anything not sustainable, it doesn't work. You know, it's kind of hard to convince them then. And then we decided to measure our own holiday homes, which is the largest part of carbon emissions we have. So um, we decided on 12 points, starting with solar panels or green energy, green heating, double glazed windows, LED lamps, recycling, all these kind of things. And we literally went through all the apartments or all the houses, so the purchases did, to check on these 12 points. And um, if you have seven out of these 12 um, items that are okay, um, you get a green tree. So it's our own green tree. Um, that is shown on our websites and you can also choose a more sustainable accommodation um, if you like. So we measure it with this because checking all those or ticking all those points, of course, gives us an idea of how many of our holiday homes have a green heating, for example. This podcast is hosted by Sustonica. Sustonica is the first sustainability badge for short-term rentals worldwide. Our standard allows owners and managers to make their homes consume less and to encourage guests to support the local community. The process is fully digital and within seven days you can appear in the search results of OTAs, including on Booking.com in the Filter Sustainable Property Level 3+. Find out more at Sustonica.com. Okay, so in, in terms of, of CO2 emissions, you're, you're not quite there yet. You're not like, you don't have an ESG report that you share we had some. We had a really good. I don't know if you saw it from Bob W, uh, who did an ESG report on their buildings, and and encouraging the the, the industry to also share their numbers. You share any numbers at this stage? Is this on the cards for next year? It's on the cards um, for this year's report. Okay. Uh, which will come out in spring. So it will be the, for the first time sustainability will be part of the year report um, we have from the group, and um, the. The difficult point is that also for our own offices, now with the office check, we know where we stand. But like two years ago, we had no idea. Like these numbers were somewhere, but definitely not in a file. You could, you know, put a button, push a button and, and take out all the emissions. So that was the an important part also to work on, to, to know where you are. Because if you have the goal to reduce your emissions by 20, 30, by half, you need to know where the level one is, you know. Claro. <laughs> so that was a large point to work on, yeah. Okay, and and in terms of these ESG goals and this report that you're going to release in April, uh, are there any softwares that you use to help you or companies, consultants, any tips for for our listeners? We have um, different companies helping us. Yes, um, we have one in Switzerland um, helping for carbon reduction paths, for example, um, to set up uh, and so to get some ideas of where we're going to go and what we have to do. Um, and at the same time, of course, with the bees, we have a company in Austria and they're taking um, measures of the soil. So we know exactly um, how much impact we have. We're looking at the bird project at the moment as well. And for our own holiday homes, we just got a first offer for uh, software um, to be able to, you know, because these um, they're the 12 points, they also need to be implemented as easy as possible. And to get the footprint on the website next to the holiday homes is the next aim. And okay. we just got an offer from a company there. Yeah. Because Wonderful. Uh, if you if you keep working with Excel, it's it's fine, but it's it's not the perfect yeah. solution. <laughs> so so if, can you share your budget? Because it must be expensive to do all these things to get all this help. Or um I can share the whole, like the total of the sustainability budget for next year is bit, is just over half a million. 
um, Swiss francs, yeah. Swiss and this is literally coming off the profit of Interhome. So um, it is a large commitment also from the board um, to do this. And it is uh, well anchored also in the strategy of the company. And I think that's very important. If you don't have the board on your side, um, it's very difficult and you can't really move forward as fast as you'd like to. Absolutely. Uh, another thing or two about that. Um, <laughs> does your company, so now this we've, we've answered, uh, about the guests. So how do guests typically respond to the sustainability measures implemented by the company? You, you're obviously sharing this in your communication. Um, any, any, any way that you can see this in the reviews? Does it, does it come out that the guests appreciate what Interim is doing? Um, well, there are two or three different places where they look for it. So on our own, because Interhome, um, but the holiday homes and holiday houses are normally not that difficult to sell. So a lot of people can easily book it online, which is great, of course. Um, so you need to have something on your website. So they can choose the sustainability accommodation on the website. And they can also choose the feature of the e-charging station, which is becoming more and more important. And then at the same time, they can book in the in our own local service offices um, and they can also call the uh, customer service center. So they all of them are asked about sustainability, um, okay. not in the same amount, but the questions are, are coming more and more. Um, E-charging stations, of course, is, a, is an important thing because if you arrive by e-car, you definitely need to know uh, if you can charge your car and you don't want to look it up on the web. I mean, you could, but um, it's easier to, to find out via Interhome if you can, if you're really safe to come with, a, with an e-car. Um, but also the other uh, questions like heating. So that it, it is coming more and more. Um, the questions are rising more and more. And people appreciate what we're doing, like we're informing them via newsletters. Um, and of course, also show them what or explain what to do if they walk into an office uh, so the staff can explain it to them. Um, but if you're online, of course, you work with newsletters um, and other information. So you can see the feedbacks or you can, whatever, you can check the click rates, you know, yeah. <laughs> all these measurements. You can see if the people are interested or not on the subject. And yes, it's... It's becoming more and more important. And and within the properties, are there any signposting of, yeah, uh, yeah standardized signposting? of? Uh, that's also something we're working on at the moment. So there's an information map um, and some countries are checking QR codes now um, with information um, on anything. Could be the Wi-Fi code or how to work on an oven um, if you have... Um, the little rusticos in the Blenio Valley in Switzerland, most of them are so far out of anywhere that they have um, solar panels anyway um, for the electricity. So you need some information how they work. But we're also going to add um, information about sustainability and what we do in the company. And at the moment, we're working on um, information sheets um, that it's it all goes in the same direction. So every holiday home has the same information. Wonderful. Um, so let's talk about owners. Uh, how, how do you how do you engage and educate property owners on sustainability's best practices? Um, the green tree was very much helping because every purchaser had to go through these twelve points, and of course, most of it they didn't just know by heart, but they really had to check on spot. And since sorry, they, what's a purchaser or the, the, the buyers the, or the, the 
um, like the purchasers are in charge of new contracts. So they're trying oh, okay. to find new homeowners. They do the contracts with them okay. and they're also their contact person. So if a homeowner has a question about anything, <laughs> um, uh, they normally contact uh, the purchasers or content managers. I think they're called as well yeah. um, in some companies. So they ensure they are really the, the person in contact with them. So they check the holiday homes anyway every year. So um, they added the sustainability points. And at the same time, of course, since they were on spot, they started to discuss sustainability and explain what we do. So this is the main um, contact point for them. Great. But so so you have these 12 points and so the auditor as such is the is the buyer. If you, yeah, you could call yeah. it like this. Yeah. Okay. We don't call them auditors, but you could call it like yeah. the checkpoint is the is the buyer exactly. So then, and then um like we also have the possibility if a if a homeowner says, Yes, I'd like to change my heating from oil to sustainable heating but I don't have the money for it. So we also have a system that um, according to different points, like has it been with us for a long time and is it a reliable homeowner, all these kind of questions. Um, we have the possibility to offer him a financial support um, that is paid back with the income of the rentals. So it's not literally paid back, but just the income of the rents uh, of clients um, is not paid out until the amount is paid back. So we have this possibility, which is also very important because otherwise if you talk about sustainability and somebody says, yes, it's all fine, I'd like to join, but I don't have the money, it's sort of end of the question. So yeah. Yeah. we try to tackle that with this offer. Yeah. And and plus they save money you know, on bills anyway. So, so Oh, they will definitely yeah. save money. So yeah. It, makes, it yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, great, great, great. So we're coming to an end, but I just wanted to talk about the future, the future, how do you envisage it? Uh, one very important aspect is obviously um, regulations. Yeah. Um, how do you think sustainability regulations I'm talking about will affect uh, the company? Um, I think they'll affect them in a in a large way. Uh, like the green claims directive is now being discussed uh, in Europe and I think the parliament is going to decide on it in spring um, so that will have a lot of more regulations because at the moment it's it's sort of open to all a lot of people are doing different things inventing their own labels uh, using labels using descriptions whatever you like but um, if you work in sustainability, you find out very quickly that they can be very, very different. So I say on one platform, your holiday home is sustainable and on the next platform, it's not. So uh, not everybody uses the same measurements. And I think these regulations are also important that we get some order in it. Um, but Absolutely. of course, it can also mean for some companies that whatever they've done is not accepted anymore uh, by European commissions. So. I think it will have a great, great, uh, a large impact. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's important for the company to find its way, which way they want to go and who they would like to follow. And for the client side, I mean, if you imagine a client and that's the trouble we have to figure out, like we work in 28 countries. So in Switzerland, we have this label sustainable, which is used a lot, which is a great label, but it would only be known for Swiss clients booking within Switzerland. So if you have 28 countries, of holiday homes and clients from all over the world, it's it's not our perfect solution. Yeah. So we have to tackle these kind of things. 
Great. And um, do you think the short-term rental industry will be evolving in terms of sustainability at great pace? Do you think do, do you think we're a bit behind compared to hotels? And what is the future for us? I think we are a bit behind. Like if you look at different labels, I think they're about over 100. Um, 200. On ho 200. Hotels. Okay. So <laughs> on hotels, right. So most of them are for hotels. And we we are looking at different options at the moment. We haven't this made a final decision. I mean, the green tree was just our first step forward to show something, but it's not the final decision, I think. Um, and if you look at them, most of them really are for hotels so it's very important to find a solution for holiday homes and of course you are on the market but there are not that many options <laughs> on the market yet at one. <laughs> so yeah so it's not that you have too much choice in the holiday home division okay. so it, yeah it will come it will come i'm sure our competitors will <laughs> wake up <laughs> in the next few years <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's great because you know, hotels the, so far but yeah yeah but the more reach you know the, because the wonderful thing about labels is that we lay it out what is it that you can do and so the more the more people come on board the great but what we do have to watch out for is the standard right as you correctly yeah. said we can't have one standard on one website and one standard on another, which is what happened with hotels. So we need to kind of work on the same standard. And that would be amazing if our industry doesn't make the same mistakes as the hotel industry. <laughs> <laughs> and well, the clients need to find their ways through sort of yes. a labyrinth of labels, because if they don't have a... a you know, a knowledge of it, or they don't know what's, what they're looking for, if it's too many, um, they're sort of lost. Yeah, and it's absolutely. sort of counterproductive then, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, Saskia, thanks so much. Uh, it was wonderful talking to you. And um, and see you soon. <laughs> thanks a lot for the Thank opportunity. You. Thank you, Vanessa. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.